0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs, and this is The Great America Show. Welcome, one and all, to the struggle for truth, justice, and the American way. Glad to have you with us. As always, today our guest is Congresswoman Myra Flores of Texas. She's the talk of the Republican Party right now and the Marxist Dems are screaming in agony as Congresswoman Flores flipped a Democrat-held seat in a special election. Republicans have won in the deep blue 34th District only once in the last four decades, and Republicans are celebrating her big win as a sign of what's to come in November. Everyone is anxious about what's to come in this Biden economy. Inflation's still above 9%. And President Biden, he's bragging about a not-quite-10% decline in gas prices. That, of course, after he had already doubled gas prices over the past year and a half. And yes, Biden also sent a million barrels of U.S. Strategic Petroleum Reserve oil to none other than Communist China. That's right, the same oil that was pulled out of the reserves to help cut gasoline prices for Americans— and it was bought by the subsidiary of a communist Chinese company that is or was a client of the president's son, Hunter. There's corruption, and then there's just-in-your-face corruption, as practiced by the Bidens. Speaking of Hunter, he's been under investigation for years now, four years to be specific. In 2020, we watched the evil Marxist dim machine spool out fictional cover for presidential candidate Biden in the weeks leading up to the election. Someone organized a public letter claiming the intelligence community believed Hunter's laptop, filled with evidence of Biden family corruption, was actually Russian disinformation. Fifty-one former intel agency officials signed the letter, including five former heads of the CIA. That shut down the truth and the New York Post reporting on the laptop and its implications for candidate Joe Biden. Just in the nick of time. Now, 21 months later, Senator Chuck Grassley and Senator Ron Johnson and GOP members of the Senate Judiciary Committee say highly credible whistleblowers have finally come forward saying there was a widespread operation within the FBI to downplay and discredit all negative information, about President Biden and his son Hunter in the run-up to the election. President Trump's attorney is now demanding that all 51 of the signers of that letter be held responsible, and to uncover alleged communications of any kind between the Biden campaign and any of the signers of the fraudulent letter just before the election. The GOP members of the House Judiciary and House Oversight Committees are also looking for answers, and it appears right now that one of the answers will certainly be that letter changed presidential election history. Our guest today changed history on June 14th in a special election for Congress in the 34th District of Texas. Myra Flores won a seat long held by Democrats, and Republicans believe her victory is a signal of great results for the upcoming election in November congresswoman flores great to have you with us on the great america show you must still be excited about your win and all that you've accomplished
0: no thank you thank you for having me and this was a big win not just for for south texas but for for our country
1: i think that and and the location of your county you're on the southernmost uh westernmost part of the state of Texas. Uh, You are right at uh, ground zero for some of the most of the issues that are confronting the country uh, domestically, including uh, trafficking, uh, illegal immigration, uh, and of course, the the cartels themselves and their influence. Uh, Give us a sense of what it's like right now to live in your district and in that particular part of Texas
0: well we won by voicing the views and the values of my district which is god family country and hard work my district is filled with people with hard working um, that love this community that have been ignored by the liberals in washington for a long time they have taken us for granted they do nothing to earn our vote they believe that if they give us tacos and play latin music that's all it's going to take to obtain their our vote, but it's going to take a lot more. They're going to have to get to work and they were looking to, you know, raise fresh perspective. And um, I brought that perspective. Not only uh, does my story resonate with my district, uh, most people in South Texas uh, immigrated or their parents immigrated to this country, um, and they resonate with... uh, with me and with the values that I stand for and I just want to bring better economic opportunities to South Texas. So many of us in South Texas have left South Texas for better opportunities and they want people to stay there. They want people to prosper and they just had enough and of course the Biden administration has done a horrible job. They've, they're have they hurting us tremendously not only in South Texas but throughout the country. We have a weak economy, we have a border crisis, a, Real humanitarian crisis. I came here legally to the United States, and I want more little girls like Myra to be able to come here to the United States and not have to go through such dangerous journey. So many of them go through through abuse. Uh, children are uh, sold into child sex trafficking. This, you know, this is this is the reality it's behind illegal immigration, and that is why I'm a big advocate for legal immigration. But I do, um, I do admit that we have a broken immigration system and the legal process is outdated. We need to improve the legal process so more good people that want to come here to work hard for the American Dream are able to do so and not go through such dangerous journey because the Biden administration doesn't care about immigrants, doesn't care about the American people, they don't care that they're encouraging them to come here illegally knowing that they're going to have to pay criminal organizations because immigration does fund criminal organizations.
1: That's such an important point uh, and a part of this uh, tragedy uh, are open borders across which the cartels are in control on both sides of the border. Uh, We have to be honest about that. And it's not just on the, the northern part of Mexico. It's also on the southern part of the United States across four states. Uh, and as uh, it, a number of people say, every, every county and every state in this country uh, it, it is a border county or state because the gangs and the distribution of fentanyl, opiates, uh, marijuana, cocaine, methamphetamine, the majority of it is crossing that border with Mexico we have to be mature and responsible, and talk about the the honesty of it all. We're losing a, over a hundred thousand, well over that, uh, Americans to to death by fentanyl, uh, by uh, methamphetamines, uh, by heroin, and Biden administration. I get so angry about this, uh, Congresswoman, because the Biden administration doesn't even tip its hat to the pain and the devastation that's caused by these destructive border policies. And we've got to understand them and change, the, change this, this tragic reality.
0: It is, a, it is a tragic reality. And, you know, the, the border wall, you know, it, it helps our border patrol agents significantly, but it won't stop what's happening right now in the southern no. border. That's a fact because it's our policies the reason why we have this border crisis and we have to change our policies and the biden administration continues to put in place policies that hurt immigrants because they they know you know that these people have needs and they're taking advantage of that and we have organizations from the united states going to mexico going to south uh, south america and paving the way for them to come here. There's organizations from the United States that are going to Mexico, that are going to Guatemala, El Salvador, and they're paying the immigrants the, the pathway. They're paying for their hotel, they're paying for their food, and encouraging them to come here to the United States illegally. We are the problem.
1: I, and I, and these, I are, these are facts. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. The role of NGOs... And nonprofits operating from the United States in cooperation with the Marxist-dim leadership of the Democratic Party are driving this. It is—it's more than an invitation. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a, an invitation uh, with wide open arms and fistfuls of taxpayer cash to greet those illegal immigrants. While those uh, anyone that would be trying to uh, immigrate to the United States right now legally would be considered a chump. Because they would have to do it on their own at their own expense, uh, it takes uh, far too long to the process. And meanwhile, the cartels again are just uh, profiting, whether it be the the deadly drugs, whether it be sex trafficking, human smuggling, uh, the smuggling mm-hmm. of illegal immigrants into the country. And mm-hmm. and one of the reasons I think that the, the American people uh, are looking at the prospect of a a red wave, an American wave, if I may put it that way, this November is because of this, the disgraceful policies of this administration. I, I want to ask you uh, about the issue of Hispanic votes, uh, because you've proved that, obviously, Hispanic votes uh, can make a difference as well. But 19% of Hispanics in the, most of the polling of in the last uh, six months, 19%. Only 19% of Hispanics approve of the job of Joe Biden. And we are seeing Hispanics uh, just gravitating to the Republican party right now in droves. How important is that movement in your judgment? And will it pay off in November?
0: Well, my district is 90% Hispanic. So that just tells you that 19% only approve of, of the Biden administration. and. Uh, He's just hurting us all. We don't have as much money as we had. We're not able to give our children the life that they deserve because he continues to take our money away. It's the cost of gas, food, healthcare that are hurting us tremendously.
1: Yeah, and when we look at the prices of food and and shortages of food, uh, it, it's it's devastating to the working man and woman in in America, uh, to the working families. It, it's the middle class of this country is just getting uh, beaten up by the Biden, uh, by the Biden policies. I hate to even call them policies because they're 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 really attacks on the American family and working yeah. man and woman. Uh, Let's, let's turn to, if we may, the, the economics here. Uh, we're looking at a president who is really indifferent to all of this. Uh, it, it's, he's pro-cartel. I, I love your flyer, which you talk about, your pro-Second Amendment, you're pro-life, you're pro-America. You, uh, I mean, it, it's, it's a wonderful. But if you put the other side of that, pro-Biden, what is he for? He is for the dissolution of the United States. Uh, he is uh, pro cartel. He's, he's pro drugs. Uh, he's pro overdose. He is he is against everything that is an American value and a national interest. Don't you think?
0: Uh, absolutely, he's against who we are. A vote uh, uh, for Biden is a vote against our values. It's against our country. He is really, um, I feel like he's working on destroying our country, and it's scary because he's our president, and I want uh, for him to succeed because if our president succeeds, we all succeed, but he's, he's not, and he's hurting us all and dragging us with him. You know, for me, it's not about politics anymore. It's about voting for the right person, the person that's yep. going to put your community, your family first.
1: It's about um, good versus evil. I, I and you know I know some people say good versus evil. It sounds like to them, uh, those who don't know, it sounds like perhaps an overstatement. But the the left in this country has become a force for evil. There is no question about it. Just look at what they're for and what they're against. Uh, I, and I, what I was talking exactly. about it. it is your flyer in which uh, you explain your positions, and I I love it. You're pro-God. You talk about your Christian faith. You're pro-life, and you say you will always fight for the unborn. These are direct, emphatic, and one can tell heartfelt positions. You're pro-America, pro-Second Amendment, pro-law enforcement, pro-border security, while I know you are also pro-immigration, legal immigration, and pro-veterans pro jobs i mean this is a classic <laughs> american agenda and position paper Absolutely. and i you know i just want to say god bless you
0: Thank you. No, I mean, I just want to give back to this amazing country that has done just so much for me and has done so much for many other immigrants and for my family. And the least that I could do is, is give back. And I'm just not going to stand on the sidelines and, and watch this party
1: destroy this
0: amazing country.
1: You know, I, I want to touch on too your race. You'll be running uh, against uh, in November uh, a person who's done something, I, I, I'm going to let you describe it. I, I just find it amazing uh, that your opponent uh, has stooped to the depth that he did. Uh, I will—I I, You retweeted from Cassie Garcia for Congress the following statement. The radical left can't handle that no one owns Hispanic voters, so they call us Latinx, tacos, and frijoles to denigrate us. It won't work. Our movement is only growing. And When I first read the tweet, the retreat, I thought, well, that's referring to something in general. But no, your opponent used that language referring to you, did he not? Yes,
0: absolutely. I mean, it's truly disgusting what the Western Defense of Los is doing to me. uh, But more importantly, what they're doing to women in the Latino community. I have yet to receive an apology, but again, most importantly, he should apologize to the women in the Latino community. And I mean, I can't hold my own and I know that I'm doing all I can and I probably represent my district, Um, but I-he owes an apology to our community. I am proud of my heritage. I'm proud of where I'm from. I, I always say it. I was born in Burgos, Tamaulitas, Mexico. I'm proud of, you know, my family, and I'm proud that I grew up with frijoles and tortillas. <laughs> Until this yeah. day, I still have frijoles and tortillas, and I'll, I'll have that every single day, especially my grandma's tortillas and beans. Um, and he thought that he would shame me by, by doing these things.
1: But, no, I, no I, I'm proud of it. I, I, but it, me, It's racist. It is racist, and the racist and the ignorance of the left is not understood by so many it is it is appalling uh, and and thank you for your your response uh, with such class and grace uh, you have handled it I think so admirably. Uh, I congratulate you as well on that thank and you, you are and I can, uh, I, I can attest to the audience uh, that Congresswoman Flores is uh, a, a fighter and uh, has a battle ahead of her, and I know that you're going to win it. Congresswoman, thanks so much Absolutely. for being with Great us here, here today. We appreciate it, uh, and, and good luck.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much. God bless you.
1: Thank you, Congresswoman Flores, and God bless you. The Congresswoman is now the target of the entire Democratic Party. The Marxist Dems will be pouring money by the barrel into the Texas 34 District, and as the saying goes, all the eyes of Texas and both political parties will be watching what happens in November in Congressional District 34. I think Congresswoman Flores has another surprise waiting for the Dems come November 8th. Thanks, everybody, for being with us today. Tomorrow, our guest will be defense and litigation attorney Tim Parlatori, representing President Trump as he seeks first to uncover any communications between the Biden 2020 campaign and those 51 former intel officials who signed that notorious Russian disinformation letter that shut down all reporting on Hunter Biden's laptop and protected presidential candidate Joe Biden in the weeks leading up to Election Day. That's tomorrow, right here on The Great America Show. Please join us. We want to invite you to sign up for our Great America Show advisory and newsletter. Simply go to Ludobs.com. that's Ludobs.com and click on the email newsletter button. It's as simple as that. And we'll send you our advisories and alerts, as well as our weekly newsletter, I don't want to overstate anything, but I'm pretty sure you will absolutely sense at least a small positive change in your world outlook. We invite you to join us and stay in touch. Thank you. That's Ludobs.com. Thanks. God bless you and God bless America.
0: Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. <laughs>